what's up guys it's your boy mike fallon i'm here this week on film talk as the guest where we talk about my career in uh, such films as la la land but also we talk about the state of the movie industry and some things we would like to see changed or what we would do to add and contribute to cinema so please tune in we look forward to hearing your feedback on it and again enjoy your time watching film talk thank you i'm making the fucking sauce it's a family fucking recipe Welcome to Film Talk, guys. This is the podcast where we attempt to talk about film and get distracted along the way. My name is Oscar. And I'm Patrick. Josh. And today, we have the one and only, you might have seen him in La La Land, you might have seen him running around doing interviews with Citizen Cinema. Mike Fallon. Yep. Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you came back from HorrorCon? Yeah, I just came back from HorrorCon, guys. Uh, Hold up, wait. First, what is HorrorCon? It's the first year they had it. It's basically a convention where they bring in as many actors as they can from different horror films. Mm. So there was actors there from like Friday 13th, uh, the fr- um, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Jason and Freddy were there? Uh, no, but uh, the new um, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre was there. Oh, wow. And I got to, I got to talk to Miguel Nunez. Uh, I, got to, I, got to, I got to meet ja- uh, Jake Busey. Which was crazy. For Busey. Uh, That's Gary Busey's son. Yes. He looks the same, but like younger. Yeah. Facts. Starship Troopers, Stranger Things. Put a picture of him up here. Rest, exactly. Rest in peace. No, he's still alive. Oh, he is? Whoa. Sir yeah, Patrick bro, he's Swayze? acting. Patrick Spacey's. Oh. Gone, but not forgotten. But. Oh, bro. Oh, a, different, a different Patrick. Let's say. Scare me Not there. this Patrick. Okay. Exactly. You good there? You yeah, good? I'm good. You guys <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was just seeing if I was dead. I was okay. checking to make sure I could still breathe. Double check, because you never know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Gotta check the apps. But yeah, so it was a cool, it was cool one to HorrorCon, man. I had a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of people. Got to kick it also with Eric Roberts. Like, nicest dude ever. So. Eric Roberts? The actor. Julie Roberts' brother. The actor. Julie actor. Roberts' brother. Well. Yeah. Um, Despian. Less Despian. What, what were you going to say? Nothing, bro. Say Julia Roberts. He used to say, let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. Oh. Yeah, brother and sister. Eric Roberts and Julia Roberts. Brother and sister. No way. Yo, so tell us uh, a little bit about this. I've I known you for a couple of years now, but you do like stand up. You do all kinds of like, you just out there in the world, like just <sighs> getting it, bro. Like trying, bro. Literally, you have your own show where you do, uh, you do a lot of like interviews with really cool people. Yep. How the hell do you get in front of these people? How do you get these people on on the show? Like it's just wild to me that literally I'll look at your Instagram or, or like anywhere yeah. that Mike Fallon is, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Again, he's doing something big, or he's writing some screenplay that's like ridiculously just in these crazy adventurous sci-fi worlds. Like, yeah, it's super dope. Uh. Okay, for the interview part, how do I do it? So it's just basically you just treat them like people. It's super simple to get interviews with celebrities. Yeah. It's just like, for me, it's um, if I'm not at a mixer event and I run into a celebrity, I'll go to like conventions and I'll just talk straight up, just talk to them one-on-one mm. and I'll ask them if they're comfortable with it because some of them aren't. And How do you court them? How do yeah, you court? Yeah. I just, I'm What's your opener? Up. My opener, I just sh- I shake their hands. What's up? That's it. You, you say just, that? The high thing five. Is, if they're cool and they have like outgoing personality, instant high five. You go, what's your name? What's your sign? 
Like what kind of hi-fi? Are we talking like, like are you one an Aquarius? of these cool ones? Or no, I'm a Capricorn. You're Capricorn? Yeah. Wow. I don't like corn. Like that's a hot take. Corn is good though. Yeah, they're for a good your body. Band. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Chipotle corn is not bad. Whoa. Shout okay. out to Chipotle. You were, uh, saying? we're still trying to get that sponsorship. And shout out to popcorn. Appreciate you. Yeah. Popcorn, okay. Yeah. Butter, no butter. I'm gonna adjust I do butter. Yeah. Yeah. Like the liquid. Nah, regular but stick of butter. Oh wow. You just throw it in there. Watch it melt. <laughs> oh, you just so you just eat the butter. Oh no, I don't eat the butter. I don't want to die that soon. <laughs> good. I think the question on all of our minds. <laughs> <laughs> is Mike? Who are you? Yeah, who am I? let us know. <laughs> Tell like, us anything I'm, about yourself. Oh man, I'm, the I'm, come up. The, you came to when you came to LA. Like, when did you come you to LA? People? Where were you man. beforehand? Okay, so how do I? Let me condense it, but also expand. Um, so, in a brief nutshell, was born in LA, raised in San Diego. Um, growing up, I wasn't an outgoing person. Uh-huh. Believe it or not. It wasn't until like high school I started coming out of my show. I got into battle dancing. What's uh, battle dancing? Uh, like one-on-one dance battles. Like you ever seen like You Got Served or oh, Stomp the Yard? That was you? I wasn't in that one. Uh, I was in a bigger one. I started my freshman year. I met, I met a bunch of friends. And a, a video came out called Rise. Mm. And Rise was a documentary about street dancing in L.A. Mm. About three different dance styles. Two of them died off. Mm. Well, one that remained is called crumping, which is a global dance style. And so I started I started learning freshman year, sophomore year. I was okay, wasn't that good. But then like junior, senior year, I started getting good. Started doing street battles all over San Diego. Uh, I won a couple, lost a lot at the beginning. But then I got I got the swing of things. I started just dragging dudes dance-wise here. Started battling people in LA, battling people in Las Vegas. Battled American crumpers, Russian crumpers. Oh, Russian. Yeah. You're from Russia. Um, loosely. Ah, привет. Muy bien. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? The Latin part. Of the Latin part? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, good. pretty good. and vodka together. So it's like Rocky IV on a telenovela. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. That's a, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty do you still crump? Are you still a yeah, crumper today? Uh, yes, I am. Pat's You're a crumper, crumper, not a trumper. Let's make that important no, distinction. Exactly. You're saying crump, not trump. I'm worth caga. With a K. With a K. But not <laughs> the one with the three. Crump America great again. Exactly. Crump America great, great again. again. Yeah. I've never seen crumping. Can you do like a quick demonstration? Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm right, like, right now. What's, I'm what do the shoulders do? Like a little... I do mean, you shimmy? You mean... <laughs> That's when I used to work at Chippendales. Oh, yeah, back you were in, the in day. Vegas. Magic Mike's base on me. I'm kidding. So if you beat somebody in crumping in a, in a battle, do yeah. you get to take like his like his firstborn, his horse, it's like, like a prima noctis? Wait, what do you get? Is it like a race? Co- like a yeah, that's a good question. No, no, no. What do you get? This ain't the Witcher. <laughs> oh, no, toss a coin. You know I, what I mean? I, I wish, right? Uh, if I would gain money, the street creds. That's basically that's basically it, man. It's just for the love of dance. Now some people are in it just for like the fame, like dance fame and whatnot. But that's not me. But yeah, followers. You think IG. you can dance? Oh, I know I can dance. Oh, so you, wow. you you got like a huge following on TikTok? Nah, yeah, I just got on TikTok. You just got on TikTok. I just got on TikTok. Wow. Hey, you gotta start yeah. somewhere. Are you gonna invent any dances? Do you have any in the works that you could like invent nah, for the people? Nah, because I don't want Addison Ray to steal them, so I'm good. Yeah, it's oh. for the kids. It's, some, it's for the kids. Some of the kids would like. He's not a choreographer. That's what he's. Trying I mean, to say, I could, yeah. but I'm good because it's like they steal everything on TikTok and make money off of it. I'm good. Oh, you're good. Yeah. So like for me, um, like when it comes to dance. I, uh, I didn't expect to come to L.A. And, and I didn't expect to really start making the moves that I did until like 2012. My dad passed away 
And uh, and then that sort of pushed me to pursue my dreams. And then mm-hmm. I left San Diego, came to L.A., start uh, try to get my, my 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 bearings here to understand what it was like to get into the industry. And then I, I found out about like different mixers and events, start going there. And then I started, you know, networking. And then I was able to uh, get picked up to dance in the movie La La Land, which was pretty cool back in 2015. I've danced for like rappers like The Baby. I was in a music video with Shock G. And it's just... Uh, it's just, just wild. You just dancing everywhere, man. All over LA. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. So what was it? Well, tell us about. Are you allowed to talk about uh, La La Land? Oh hell experience? yeah! Bro. What was it like? Perfect experience. It was my first movie. Oh, it was your first movie that you period. Wow. My first like that's like it's through like it was my first time working in the industry. I, I did like you know a couple online skits here and there on the Russell Simmons YouTube channel called uh, All Dev Digital. Mm-hmm. I started working with like a Canadian YouTuber by the name of Sean Ward on his skits. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I, I met Damien Chazelle. Uh, he knew that I was a dancer because mm-hmm. my stepdad was in the, the movie Whiplash. Oh, wow. Oh, your stepdad was in Whiplash? Yes, he was. Did you just watch that? Yeah, shout out to Whiplash. One of the yeah. one of the greatest movies yeah. um, ever made. Your yeah, stepdad is a musician, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he passed away in February this yeah, year. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so he was Sorry. a drummer. He was the original drummer for the Dells, the Shylights. He was the road drummer for Pale Bell and the OJs. Uh, he we worked with Muddy Waters at Chess Records. Wow. Yeah, his name was Clifton Eddie, but people used to call him Fufu. Fufu. Like if you knew him, then that, that's what you would call him. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, but because he was in Whiplash, I met Damien Chazelle. Mm. That's how our friendship started. And like he would see YouTube videos of me just beating people in crump battles. <laughs> and he texted me, well, one day when I was at, I used to have a part-time job at Office Depot. Uh, in between gigs, shout right? out to Office Depot, Office Office Depot sponsor us. And so, uh, what happened was, I was I was working, and on my break, I saw a text from Damien. He's like, "Yeah, man, like, do you uh, like, I'm doing this thing with Ryan Gosling. Do you want to audition?" In my mind, I'm like, "Yes, I'm broke. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make it. Yes, uh, no, but yeah. So, Dam- no, Damien, man, he cool people's like. How does he text? Like. Like he's texting stuff. Is he a double texter? Up? Is he a double texter? Does he put, does he send K? Is it a blue period? bubble or green bubble? Well, I'm on Android because I'm an adult. Oh. Uh, oh. So, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Shout, shout out to you. Shout over. out to This yeah, podcast yeah, is over. This, this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> shout out to Androids. Exactly. Since they make your phone screens for iPhones. Where did our host go? You good? You guys are the host. Oscar. You about the bike Finding Oscar. What happened? Steve Jobs didn't die for this. He said it. Just you said something about mixers earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, wanted. Yeah. I had a question about that. Yes. Um. So a lot of kids are coming out to LA. You know, yeah, quote unquote their transplants. You know, and uh, they have to go to mixers. So like, how do you talk at a mixer? How do you introduce yourself? Like, if you had an advice. You mean? You know? What do you mean by kids? Do you mean like young? young no, no, I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking okay. about you know, twenties. No, yeah, we don't. We don't. You know, shout out to you know all no. the other stuff. No Jeff Rapsing's up no, here. No, 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 Galane, dude. No, no Galane. No Subways. Oh, wow. Jerry Fogle. Hey, hey I didn't know Galane was Jesus. spelled like that. Like, my goodness. I didn't know there was an H in there. There's three Gs. The H is silent. Oh. oh. Yeah, just like Jeffrey's silent now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Whiplash reference. Yeah, wow. so when you're at a mixer, uh, to answer your question, it's pretty easy to, uh, I mean, it was not pretty easy for some people, but the basic thing is this. In this industry, if you are not genuine and you try to put on a facade, eventually people are going to get kind of catch on to it and it's not going to work out. That's why there's people in the industry and like, you know, cause like you, we've heard the horror stories, like people who get in like different positions of power, they get hired up for different roles. Then, the, then they'll act like a complete dick to people or they'll get themselves blacklisted because then they let this stuff go to their head. 
for me, I just feel like you got to show nobody, anybody that you meet, like initial respect. Right. As long as you show them initial respect, do not change who you are mm. at all. That's what makes you different. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's a no, you know, not everybody's not a nobody, but everybody is a somebody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like as long as you go to a mixer and you meet other people, like, what do you do? My name is this so-and-so. Just start just start talking to people like people. As long as you don't treat them like an objective and you don't treat them like like they're their title, but as a human being right. that feels, you never know what happens. And like I've gotten different gigs off just talking to people and just showing them respect and just treating them like people. Straight That's up. what I do. What's your favorite That's, mixer? I go to a lot. It's, it's held, held by a company called Infolist.com. Infolist. Uh, it's a website for those who don't know that they post uh, open job listings for the movie industry for the public to, to see. So if you join their website, they'll send you emails like, oh, that this person's looking for a script. Or if you want to audition, here, here's an audition link. So yeah, Infolist.com started by a guy named Jeff Gund. Nicest dude ever. I've met like a lot of my friends in the industry through there. And uh, yeah, I can't praise it enough. I, I, I go to their mixers all the time. They have like pre-Oscar mixers, pre-Comic-Con mixers, pre-Emmy mixers, and where they where the public can go. And it's like a mixture of producers, actors, writers. Producer rappers? I mean, I don't know about rappers. I mean, that's much more your musical... You know, say so like a darker J. Cole. So. Hey, yeah. respect. Wow. respect, respect. And that's infolist.com or, or dot net. Infolist.com. Dot org. Um, back in 88. Spe- <laughs> spell it out for the viewers. I, I, like, like information. I, N, F, O, L, I, S, T, dot com. My favorite mixer would be like orange juice or like Coke Zero. I like tonic water. You like club soda. What about you? Best mix of all time was Barack Obama. Oh, Shout out to Barry O. Exactly. With his fine wife. Yes. Our king. Oh, really? Our king. Michelle Obama. Let's, let's hear about Michelle Obama. So is she fine? You <laughs> met Michelle at a mixer, is what you're saying. No, if I, if I did, they would have been divorced. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> oh wow. You ain't the only one that shoot through hoops. Uh, <laughs> hitting. So Shout out to what she did for school lunches. Hey, yeah. It's true. It's true. Uh, no more uh, unmeltable cheese. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'd like to learn more about our guest today, (laughs) Mike Fallon. No relation to Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Might be. Wait, so Jimmy and you go way back. So last name comes from my dad's family. They're black. Came from the slave owners who are Irish. So might be like a distant cousin. I don't know. Is Jimmy Irish? Yeah, it, you've seen him. You see what he looks like. So you guys are. We might be. I don't know. Wow. So I'm gonna catch him slipping with a DNA test. That's that's the plan. <laughs> like if I ever get big enough to where I go to the Jimmy Fallon show, I'm like, I can't come to show unless we do a DNA test. Take oh. a piece of hair. Grab a piece of I'm his like, hair. It's 23 me. Like it's 24 you and me, Jimmy. That's, that's what's happening. Like, 24 and me. All so. right. Well, it's time for our our segment. Everyone loves this yeah. segment. It's called what's it called, Oscar? It's pick from the hat. All right. The filmmaker's hat. So you get to pick three different questions. You're not mixing it. Like, come on. These questions were created by uh, Pat, Josh, and myself for our guests. Damn, bro. They almost escaped. I saw that. Doug. They don't want to be answered. If it don't escape, then how can it ever? And you just pick them and you answer them. It's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. That's all it is. All right. What you got with your first one? It says, do you think crabs look at humans and think we walk sideways? (laughs) (laughs) 
think this was a special. This was that's on a SpongeBob. serious question. That's a serious question. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really don't care what food thinks, but uh, oh yeah, oh, oh okay, no I'm kidding. Shots but uh, shout out to Peter. He looked directly yeah. into my soul on that I, one. I was saying, like I did. Crabs don't have thumbs; they're inferior. No. <laughs> hey, no racial Mr. Crabs. I love doing SpongeBob. <laughs> okay. No, but no, that's. I mean, you never know what animals think. Like we'll never know, but I mean, it's, I guess so. Have you seen that show with the uh, the dog whisperer? It's Caesar, like, Caesar Milan. Yes. Wishbone. That's a good Ooh. one, too. For those who are uh, Gen Z, Wishbone was a show in the 90s. What's but, Wishbone? About a dog in every episode. <laughs> the, dog, the, the dog would do like a different thing based on the book. Like it would be Robin Hood. He would be a knight. Wow. And I was like, he, the dog can't speak English. He ain't shit. That's what I was like. So like Wilfred? <laughs> Not like Wilfred. It's like Elijah Wood? Maybe it, more like Clifford. Imagine Wilfred if he was a mute. Oh, like dog. The dog you just, like the a, one you like just a real watched. Dog. Channing Tatum movie, dog. It's a real dog in every episode. He just watched that. Did you watch that? Dog, 2022. It's out? Yeah, my boy. My movie boy, of the year. Yeah, my boy Jay Washington was in the scene when he's in jail. The big black Oh, dude. shit. So, oh, wow. Shout out to Jay Washington. Shout out to Jay Washington. Shout out That's to your dog. boy? Yeah, so Jay Washington, he's an actor, uh, reviewer, wrestler, uh, you can catch him right now with John Bernthal in every episode of American Gigolo. Oh wow! He was in a, he was Wesley Snipes' henchman in a Chirac. So Jay, shout out Jay Washington, one of the best to ever do it. Shout out one of the best. We love Jay Washington. Best, 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 best. Shout out Dog Twenty Twenty Two. Best yeah. movie. Yo, he's straight up. Pure Pat Oscar swears bait. by this. Pure Oscar bait. All right. So if you want to laugh? If you want to cry? It is what it is. Doesn't you know matter to you. I'm yeah, have you seen cry? Dog? Did you cry? Yeah. Is it good? It was great. Was it great? It was great, bro. Solid great movie. Solid. I'm gonna do question, question. two Here without we go. crabs. <laughs> Physically, not metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> so for the record, no crabs. What's okay. something you consider yourself an expert at? Crabs. And you can't say crumping. You can't say something you told us about already. Creative that, writing. That's Why? A good, that's a good How? one. How? Bro, I could world build like a mother. It's crazy. Let's go. Oscar's read my writing. He knows what I'm talking about. It's wild. Yeah, it's bro. Wild. And you write screenplays. I write screenplays, comics. Uh, I have a comic book out right now called Myth Bonded. Uh, I co-founded a company with my friend in January of last year during the pandemic. And uh, literally our first day, we had our first ever book signing in August. Comic-Con contacted us and they invited us out and we were panelists at Comic-Con in uh, 2021. Wow. And we had like our own hour long panel. We got to talk about what it was like starting a comic book company. What was like writing books about our series. It was wild. Wow. How many have you put out so far? Uh, right now we have four flagship titles out. We have Myth Bonded. We have another one called Mythos, which is a HP Lovecraft anime type story written by uh, DZ Oni Kyo, who's the co-founder of Ronin With Me. Wow. We have another one called Heaven's Hell, which is a post-apocalyptic series written by Kendall James. Uh, man, we got another one coming out called Blood Brothers. And it's Spirit of the Wolves. Because it's because DZ still working on it, and I mean he just released issue one. I'm still getting caught up on it, but basically think it's like a it's like that anime Inuyasha, but with four brothers, and then and basically like they come from like a, like a clan of of like wolves, wolf human hybrids like werewolves, and basically they get into like a overall war with a demon king. Jesus. And so yeah, you know Ronan, you know because demon king. Dude, and I hate politicians too. Or Damon Kings, like anything Matt Damon's kind of. Scary. Well, Stephen King, you like Damon him? and Kings. Mm. Speaking of Stephen King, shout out to my boy Cyrus Arnold. 
catch him October 5th as the main villain in a new show, in a new movie, Miss Harrigan's Phone. In a world. Yes. Do you do the voiceovers? No. I oh, wish okay. I could. That, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah? Yeah, in a world. In a world? In a world. Like, no, you gotta be like, in a world. And you take it from there. In a world. Go. Where Chipotle gives out free guacamole. <laughs> That would be dope. <laughs> there would be no crime in the streets. Exactly. This there is would be true. None. none. Racial harmony would so be. So you started a comic book company. This is crazy. You're yeah. just on, you got invited to Comic Con. You're got on a panel. You're just doing yeah. all kinds of stuff. That's crazy. It was mad wild, bro. Just because it, it's like I started going to Comic Con in San Diego when I was 13 in 2004. Wow. And so I, I went to Comic-Con when you could walk up and buy, still buy tickets. You could walk up and buy a ticket. That's what happened. Me you can't friend. do that today? Oh, hell no, bro. For real? Like Comic Con, bro, trying to get tickets, man. It's like, dang, trying to get a PS5. They're out there scalping, bro. For real, scalping big time. It's bad. I still, I, I'm one that has not gone to Comic Con yet. I haven't either. Is it in San Diego still? It's in There's San Diego now. Oh, really? But it's also in LA, right? San Diego's the big daddy. The big daddy. Like when it's at its like biggest, it was like 150 thousand people. That's wow. what we call Pat, Big Daddy. Mm. Do you call me that? Oh, I've yeah. never heard you call me that. I'm so sorry. That was private. I apologize, guys. He has a whole Twitter private. You should Twitter. see his eyes. Oh. Like, in, in your, it's in his just phone. pictures of Pat, like literally sitting watching movies, like and working, and it's a Twitter and a TikTok. But this whole week he's just been watching Dolph on repeat. Now awesome. he knows. Now he knows. Uh, follow at Big Daddy Pat. <laughs> that's not. That's not. I, 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 let's I, just let's just get another question. Just no, no. guy another question, please. Yes. That's all yeah. I want. I don't want to be called Big Daddy. All right. For this final hack question, recast your favorite movie. Ooh. Ooh. Hold on. First of all, what's your favorite movie? All right. Name names. Name so, names. so I have a lot of movies I love, but one I feel that doesn't get enough love and is super under the radar: Volcano High. Now, Volcano High. Okay, Time out. Pat. We got a reaction from Pat, which means he either A, one, watched it, cut. or two, <laughs> you know, you know has a review up on uh, Letterboxd right now. Yes? No? No, I don't have a review. No, no review? Okay. What's this movie about? I've never so, seen it. it was MTV's uh, attempt to try to do what Netflix is doing now by making original content. Uh -huh. So, they bought the rights to a Korean kung fu film. And it was called Volcano High. And it was a two-hour movie. They cut out 40 minutes of footage, rearranged it, and it became the first ever hip-hop dubbed martial arts film. <laughs> hip-hop dubbed martial arts film. So the voice actors were Andre 3000, hey, for real? Method Man, Big Boy, Tracy Morgan, Maya, Pat Morita, a.k.a. Mr. Miyagi, is one of his last films before he died. Wow. Uh, what's old boy's name? Little John was the villain, was one of the villains. Little John? Yeah! How have I not seen this movie? Because uh, it was only on MTV and then... Volcano. You, you okay? <laughs> that was good. Yeah. It was really good. Well, I'm black. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shout okay, out. Okay, so we got to go. We got to go character by character. Character by you character. You have Andre 3000 playing... And he's got stacks. Is he the protagonist? Yeah, he's the main character. All right, here Great, you go. Hey, shout out to Andre Three Stacks. Exactly. We need a new album, Andre. Stop being lazy. You can't have it on camera. <laughs> really can't. Because then that's evidence. State's evidence. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't tell big, you. So Josh signs all in NDAs all day. Like, he just can't talk about it. God damn. That's, that's basically his job. He, he tells us about it all the time. I want this on the record. Um, all the NDAs he's broken literally every he's single one He's known as Big me. Daddy. Big Daddy. It's he's bro he's Big broken Daddy's every single down. NDA he has. He's told me everything. I don't, I don't we, we have no secrets. Bro, I've broken NDAs. No secrets. 
But ain't, ain't, but I do it the right way. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody ever found out. See, we get this on the record, dude. Just so they know that I'm protected. I'm trying to look out for myself, dude. Exactly. He's like Matt Damon. <laughs> They're not going to get me. They're not going to sneak me with a lawsuit, bro. <laughs> hey, remember when Matt Damon played a Mexican in Elysium? Bro. Bro, he played the, last Mexican, he played right? the, the Great movie? Wall of China. No, no, that's in the Great Wall. That makes sense. He was the wall. All right, we're back. That's an artifact, dude. All right. Can we get that Matt Damon bit? I like that Matt Damon. Matt Damon bit staying because it was filming. I feel so okay. We're talking about Volcano High recasting, right? Yeah. So he said, go down character Uh, by character. Who plays Andre 3000? Andre 3000? You have to recast it. Oh, oh, you talk about character by character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, recast. Now, if I do a live action version and I can pick an international cast or an American based cast, whatever you would prefer. If I had to do a main protagonist, because it's like about people in high school based. The, the whole story is this. OK, before we do that. Yeah, let's get a recap. OK, so the story is about this. This guy gets into an accident and, and he, he finds that he has abilities. But basically, he doesn't tap into his abilities because he's ashamed of them. He's almost like a Korean version of Static Shock. Okay. Right. Goes to a new school and you find out that the school that they have like a manuscript. And if you, if you touch it or read from it, you get abilities. And like Kung Fu Panda. Literally, right? So the principal guards it and like the best student in the school guards it. And the vice principal poisons the principal. And then he frames the student for the poisoning. So he gets rid of two birds with one stone. And then he brings in these other teachers that have pseudo psychic abilities. And basically they start trying to like take over the school to find this manuscript. Because then if they could tap into the power, then they could do whatever they want outside of the school, take over the world, all that. So the main kid, played by Andre 3000, has to stop being ashamed and he gives into like his abilities. And him, the school bully played by Little John, whose <laughs> character's name is Jane Yang, who runs a gang in the school called the Black Oxen. Oh, wow. Right? So basically all these thugs and a, a kid with psychic abilities have to fight grown ass people with psychic abilities to stop them from getting to a manuscript that can make them even stronger. So it's like Kung Fu and psychic. Yeah. Mind games and physical games. Which I love it, bro. And it's an MTV movie. That's how they re, that's how they redid it. So are we good with the cameras? No, we're still rolling. We're still rolling? All right, cool. So this is all I bet, bet, bet. Okay, this so light is, it's okay, like, so now everybody knows what Volcano High is about, right? So if I had to go with the main kid and I had to do something different, you know what I'm saying? I would go with John Boyega. Oh, wow. I think nice. I think because John, like the thing is with John Boyega, everybody's like, oh, he's the kid from Star Wars. No, the thing that made me respect him was his first ever movie, Attack the Block. Yep. Now, outside of that, I just saw him in The Woman King, which is a perfect film. Yeah, it did really well. I, I'm not going to lie to you. On a real note, I actually cried the whole time I watched it. You watched like the this? whole movie? You whole cried? T- the whole movie. Pat, have you seen it? The Woman King? No, not, not yet. yet. Why, gonna... why did you cry? Wait, hold up. Hold up. He was crying throughout the whole movie. It, I've had, it's, I've a, had... it's a beautiful ass movie. It's, it's, just, it's just the emotion, like the way they, they tied in all these different themes. So it's just a great film. How did you feel about The Circle? Which circle? Well, The Circle with... John Boyega and Tom Hanks. Actually, I feel like that's almost like a like a it was almost like like a Diet Coke version of a Black Mirror episode. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Shout so not strong. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah, but Diet Coke's bad for you. It's supposed to actually cut. Um, Don't. She's. We're cutting that part out. Yeah. Diet Coke official. Coke of the of the it's podcast a, official you, sponsor. Do you want to be refreshed and be healthy? Do you like Don't Coke? Drink Diet Coke. Do you like Coke? <laughs> this then you can great. also go on a diet. Exactly. Mike Fallon sponsors Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So John Boy- John Boyega for the main nice. character. Yeah. 
is love interest. If I had to switch it up, because it's Mia right now. What's uh What's old girl's name from um Mia the singer? She was in that Christmas movie. She Brandy. Played, she played Dora the Explorer a couple years back. Ana uh, de Armas. No, no what, she, she wasn't. Isabella Merced. Exactly. Can she, I see? I love oh, Isabella Merced. She's on your cast. I think she would be great as John Boyega's like love interest in the film. Wow. Because he's young enough to look like a high schooler. Oh wow, she plays Dora the Explorer. Yeah, she's like what? Yeah, yeah. Like she did like like three or four years ago, before the pandemic. That means she's like. 22, 23. 20, early 20s. That, okay. Younger, yeah, so, younger so, character. Younger yeah, character. Like, it's high school as a protagonist. So I'm like, like John Boy could pull up like a young dude. You know, he, you know, so? black, you know, black don't crack. No, but he's doing a movie where he's actually aged a little bit, right? Like a John Q kind of film. Oh, you're talking about breaking? Effects. Is it breaking? Yeah, we, we, we play that. Yeah, with PTSD. Mm-hmm. That's, that's prosthetics, bro. Oh, and a bad wild. haircut. Looking like a blooded black Bruce Willis. That's what he looked like in that that trailer. <laughs> Who's up next, Pat? Bro, Big Boy's in this movie. Who's playing Big Boy? I love Big, Big Boy. Boy. Oh, yeah, Big Boy. Big Boy plays a rugby player, the captain of the rugby team. But he gets his ass beat by Little John. Wow. Now, if I had to do somebody around that age, I would go. Hmm, if I had to do somebody that has great comedic timing, shout out Big Boy though. Two thousand eight. You know what? Nick. What's the, what's the, what's the old boy's name in Black Adam coming out? The one that Nick plays, Cannon. No, the one's playing Adam Smasher. Nick Citrano. From all the boys I love to all the boys I love. Fact check. Look up, look up to all the boys I love or the or Black Adam. Producer rapper. Yeah, he's the one playing uh, Adam Smasher. I'm gonna. This is the research bit. The guy looks like a young Marcus Ruffalo. Producer rapper is like specialty. I saw a Big Boy in concert, 2008 in Baton Rouge. But you're from Colorado. And he played. I Sh- thought he was from Boss. He played Shutterbug. You guys ever heard Shutterbug? Yeah. When I was little, like the craziest outcast song was like the one with Killer Mike, like the whole world loves when you sing the blue. Noah Centineo. He would be great Noah as Big Centineo. Boy's character. Let's go. Let's right. go. Shut no. to the cameras. Exactly. Is that wow. a cracked screen? Oh, has the identity thing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to put it like up on it's the camera. It's an camp. NDA thing, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's so, so, okay. So, John Boyega, Isabel Merced. <laughs> we're going Nick. Noah. No, Noah. Handsome guy. Cute guy. Okay, yeah. so who's next? Oh, wow. Who's next? On the who's recast? playing not, Snoop Dogg? Easily, Yoshi Sadarso. In there. Who's Method Man? Method Man? Okay, Method Man plays the main villain. He's the older older cat. Scott Atkins would be a oh, bro. Oh, you know, wow. amazing. Come on. Let's Look at go. That. Jesse V. Johnson. Slab, now, I'm not, not bullshitting you. combo. So Scott Atkins has, has an a action series called Accident Man where he plays an assassin named... Mike Fallon. That's where your name comes from. No, no. You were named after. Bro, you were named from the future. In First the of all, it's from a comic book in the late 90s. It's named after me. Wow. Dang. I didn't know he had facts. The That's the end of the show, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, bro, if you want to Google it, Google Accent Man. That's crazy. It's, 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 who's it's, up next on the cast? All right, one more. Pat Morita. Who's taking over for Pat Morita in the, in the remake of Okay, so Volcano he played High. the villain. So we're going to go villain-wise. Michael Shannon. Whoa. Wow. Let's go. Okay. That would be crazy. Why? Because he, he has a great villain presence. And the and the vice principal is the villain of the film. Because he's the one that hires Myth Man's character. And like you guys haven't seen Michael Shannon act. Michael Shannon is a beast, bro. Bullet train. Hell yeah. Have you seen it? Shout out to Bo- Lady Bug. It's still in theaters. I will watch it right now. Great Better. movie. Hey, t- second best movie I saw. I, 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 went to, I went to the test screen for it. Yes, yes. It was, it was all it, like they kept everything from the test screening. They just added the post credit. That's it. So Michael Shannon was in in the test screening. 
Hell, he's the villain of the film. With you? No. Oh. I wish. No, he's a beast. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Did we see a test screening of Josh, you and me? What was that test screening we went to? It was a, it was a movie called 17 Bridges, but there, was, there were 21 Bridges. Ended up being called 21 Bridges. It was uh, one of Chadwick's last ones. Last yeah, movie. He did that with, oh, the, with the Russo brothers. Yeah. yeah. So you guys counted 21 Bridges, but it well, was called 17 There's a line Bridges. in the movie. It was called 17 Bridges. line in the movie, they go, there's 21 Bridges out of this city. And then afterwards, they give you a question like, what do you think of the title, 17 Bridges? It's like, sh- shouldn't be named that. Exactly. Unless. Doesn't make any sense. At all. This Unless. Math. It's called math, guys. That's, that's movie magic, people. One more question. One more question. Oh, I thought we did three. Yeah, just do another one. Was all that right. three? We'll see if we can get you with one. All right, bet, bet, bet. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. <laughs> we got up in here. Pip, pick a problematic movie and defend it. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. Problematic. We got Blonde in theaters now. Oh my god. Or Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's too. not in theaters. Is it in theaters? I got it. Josh Whedon's Justice League. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You've talked about Put this before. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding, guys. I don't want to go to hell. What's happening? Um, let me see. Problematic. I will defend Wonder Woman 1984 if I have to. Oh. We, we, we gonna go there? Go ahead. Was ne- it better than the original Hell Hulk? No. no. Which would that work? The Ang Lee. No, no, Ang Lee. Oh, old. We're talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old. Like, like, old that bold. was a problematic movie the first time, apparently. Cut that. Don't. But, but <laughs> so because because the question is, I have to defend one, right? That I, yeah. I think is yeah, problematic. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, so if I have to defend it, guys, this is like, I have this. Is the con I'm forced to do this. I'm doing this against my own will and duress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So since I have to defend one War 1984 in a good context, um, it did things that no other DC film has ever done. It reimagined one of the most underused villains of all the DC universe, Maxwell Lord, who was a psychic with persuasion abilities, but they actually made him now a, basically a genie, which is a huge power upgrade. They made him Latino with Pedro Pascal. Shout out to Pedro. Two points. Yo. Uh, they brought in Kristen Wiig. Uh, she, she bodied... Type, uh, her character of Cheetah bodied, bodied. I'm just saying, physically, acting wise, uh, you see Diana having to learn to uh, uh, have prop uh, to learn to let go when when her uh, dead boyfriend comes back and possesses that guy. Wait, you, what? This, this you didn't watch one over 1984? Give us the director's cut. No, that's what I'm saying. Like that's this whole now, that's this whole argument. Give the, us the director's okay, cut. Okay, so if Patty Jenkins wasn't messed with by Warner Brothers, all that crap would have got cut out. And the film would have been way better. The possession. He crap. named names. Warner All Brothers. That. We're yeah. coming for you. He's That's why Warner Bros. got took over by Discovery because they don't know how to handle their own business. Oh. You know what they say? If you see the police coming. Well. Wave them down and be a Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers, dude. That's the studio. Just Warner Brothers. That's all you got to do. I got it. You guys went a different route. Yeah. but So it says I had to pick one and defend it. Now, let you guys know, I'm only doing what the paper asked me to do. <laughs> These are not my personal views, but since I had to defend it, that's how I would defend it if I was uh, an incel, but I'm not. We're going to cut that part out. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, all all Hispanics are magical, so that was kind of problematic. When that's why they can get through anything. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And don't worry, I'm not racist. Mi abuela es de Peru. What about Peru? My grandma's from Peru. Oh, shout out to Peru and your abuelita. You got you right. right. a question. You know, you know, you, Mike, tell me that. You, you want to un- uncancel me for uh, Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's the question Mike just picked. Name one. 
classic movie masterpiece you want to remake? Ooh. Ooh. Oh my God, I got Damn. a list, bro. Film talk, guys. Here we so go. So this is a question I think for the segment... Everyone gets a shot. Yeah, I'm going His Girl Friday. His Girl Friday. Wow. Yeah? yeah go do, ahead. do for a remake. There's, so what's no. the movie? What's the masterpiece remake? Um, one classic movie masterpiece. Like, we're talking like classic, classic like a movie that shouldn't be touched. And, no, any movie that you want to remake. That's a masterpiece. Oh. Same movie that came out this week. <laughs> no. Blonde. You know, Blonde, you know, you Andrew Dominic. Hot take? I mean, not, it's not even a hot take. It's like, for real. Remember? Did you ever read the Aragorn Aragon books? Oh yeah, no. I remember. There, it's about it's like Game of Thrones, but like like it was very cool. And then they made a movie about it. It's terrible. It was awful. It was the worst movie. It was so bad. And the books, you're like, it's like you know Harry Potter size. You know, I used like, to read those mm, books for AR points. Like you ever how, had AR points? Like Accelerated how bad reading, was, baby. was it like make, remaking Roots with Tom Hanks? Ro- I, I didn't. Say, oh. <laughs> oh, it's okay. He can say it. He can say it. <laughs> uh, CGI's gotten better too. CGI's Aragorn's better. Like so it should have been like an Avatar thing, you know what Jimmy did. It was like Artemis so Fowl. Like, it, it, so it could be like Game of Thrones minus the incest. Yeah, no incest. I didn't recall reading about any incest. Oh, I'm not. No. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Incest. Hollywood, what's happening? Making a comeback. Which camera should I look at when I say that? That's how they finish. Hollywood, what's happening? Go ahead, Oscar. What movie would you make? Or Mike? What's a movie? Well, that well, like classic it. masterpiece that you would remember. Yeah. backwards. Okay, so if I had to go, let's, let's, a couple different ones. Let's read the right? question one more time, just in case. For the Name a cla- one classic movie masterpiece you you want to remake. Cape Fear. Oh yeah. no! That's good. Yeah. Leave it as is. Okay, but remake it. Okay. Okay, so if you want to do something different, someone who doesn't get enough love with range, Stephen Yoon as uh, Robert De Niro's character. Okay. Right. Where's where this? Where's this coming from? I just feel like if I had to remake something off off the top of my head, I would want to do it with like powerhouses of today. Mm. So Stephen Yoon is an underrated actor. Mm. Period. In my eyes. So okay, if I had to recast the the characters, right? So it was like it was Robert De Niro, Nick Nolte, um, the lady from American Horror Story, mm. uh, Sarah something. Yeah, and then and then the daughter was um, the the one from Natural Born Killers. Okay, um, and then uh, so okay, so I had, if I had to redo the casting, right? So obviously Stephen Yoon as mm. the villain. Cause I feel like Stephen Yoon is like he got popular off Walking Dead, but like seeing him in that movie Mayhem, it just really showed me like this dude got range, and then he just did like the new film about the Asian farmers. Mm. Yeah. I blanked out what it was called, but Minari. Yeah, but I feel like with Stephen Yoon, Stephen Yoon has range, and he could be like one of this generation's like Gary Oldman, like Ooh. like if 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 they didn't f with Stephen Yoon, let him do his thing. Now, if I had to re- if I had to get Nick Nolte's character, I'd go younger. Will Porter. Now, Will Porter, everybody remembers as like the funny kid from We're the Millers, but he's about to be Adam Warlock. He got Jack too. Right? Oh yeah, uh, you watch him in Maze Runner, and then you oh, know, he was good. oh yeah, and then uh, you know, he's also at uh, Black Mirror. Mm. So I would do, I would have Will Porter as the as the husband for the wife's character because she doesn't get enough love until recently. Google Mbatha Ra. She's the black chick from Loki. She would be. She would play the uh, the mother, the wife of the family, and for the daughter, I would go with the little black girl from the uh, Game yeah the Serena Williams movie, the one that was about Serena, uh, the one with Will Smith. Oh, which one? Older? Yeah, King Richard. King Richard. King Richard. So the uh, the little black girl. So she was in that. She was in a Fast Color with Google and Bothara. So they already have like a work relationship, and she was on a Fox show called The Passage. 
I, I can't remember who she plays. I didn't get a chance to see King Richard yet. Good but movie. Yeah, because I was going to watch, but then the slap happened and all different <laughs> thing. So I would do those four actors as like, you know, as, as like the recasting for it. Because I feel like each one of those actors has range that isn't too rec- commercially recognized. And I feel like, you know, Steven Yeun is the villain. Will Porter as like the the, the husband. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude, that dude's a, a, a beast. He's, you know, he's an English actor. So, you know, they're classically trained with Google and Bathara. She's English as well. But like, you know, the, the see what she she's done, like what it was, like, it was a movie she did called Beyond the Lights. And like I saw her in that where she played a celebrity who started dating a cop. Oh, wow. And like the intricacies of that, that made me respect her. She was the main chick, uh, the main uh, character, and uh, oh, is that the chick where they they do they have sex on the plane? Is that the movie? I don't That's remember snakes that. on a plane, not yeah. sex okay. on a plane. No, but but she was also in um the uh the last um Cloverfield movie, Cloverfield Paradox. But then also she's on Loki as uh as uh, Owen Wilson's boss. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, her because she act her ass off. She did she did a great film. With uh, what's the old boy that passed away from the Star Trek movies? The young Russian kid, William Shatner. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking uh, about Anton Yelchin. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So she did a movie Anton Yelchin called Odd Thomas. Oh yeah, Odd Thomas. Yeah. So with Gugu and Batha Rob, underrated. I feel her, Stephen Yoon, Will Porter, and the little girl from King Richard in the Passage, because each one of them have a crazy amount of range. They would body a remake of Cape Fear. End scene. End scene. That was, that was a good take. Masterfully done. So that deserves a golf clap. Let's do it again. Uh, but this time, cast yourself in a movie that you enjoy. That's already been made. It's already been made. And you have to be the main character. And you can't say blonde. And you can't say blonde. Marilyn Man. You actually, Marilyn you can't say blonde. No, I'm going to say blonde because I'm thicker than Adam Armas. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Give this man the lead role. Give him a lead role. Give this man a wig. Put a blonde, <laughs> blonde wig, wig on him. He's in there. Wig. Netflix. You just can't see. Like, I'm, I'm shaped like an Amazon package. It's just protective layers. It's all abs. <laughs> and, yeah, like, yeah. even everywhere. Like, you can't see it, but... Some women felt it. You know. Like your arms have abs. Two day shipping. All day, bro. Two day shipping. Yo, Amazon Prime. Or the, the option to ship and you get like a dollar credit. Yeah. <laughs> My question was, if you can be in the universe of one horror movie, name it. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers? Easy. You would be in that universe? Fuck yeah. Why? Horror movie. Kill the Creeper, bro. Universe, name it. Saw. You'd be in Saw. I just want to live in that world where sadistic things like that happen. Actually, I take you know that mind. documentary uh, Jeffrey Dahmer just came out, and uh, <laughs> now, now I'm getting vibes. But, but you, you understand what the what the whole um, meaning was behind that that series was, right? One second, you talking about Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, you know what the whole meaning was, right? Mine is Chernobyl. Oh, horror film? Nah, it's a series. TV show. Series, mini series. Okay, so if if, if the, the whole Dahmer thing, it means that on Thanksgiving he loves dark meat. So <laughs> it's not racist. It's on black. It's okay, guys. Oh, We're good. I get it. Because he ate black dudes. I think yeah. my movie. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. <sighs> Friday. No. Damn. No. 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 <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. He outrun Michael. I'd be in there with. I'm Oscar Myers. He's Michael Myers. We'll, we'll make it work. Oscar Meyer Wiener. Yeah, yeah. I probably, I probably be working at like uh, a grocery okay. store in the world. What about day shift? Oh, 
That's a good one. I like Day Shift. I want to be Day Shift. I'll be Day Shift, bro. I'll get get high with Snoop Dogg. Any movie where Snoop Dogg's a vampire. We, and, dude, and, good one. Now, do you yes. think the guy from Day Shift would have went to jail in real life because he's doing like illegal dental procedures? It's based <laughs> off a real movie, a real life movie, a real no, life no, thing. No, no, bro, real no. life what? A real life no, person? I'm, I was making Vampires a joke. Vampires are real. What? No, no. In, in Day what? Shift with Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> bro, they're just rebooting the Blade franchise secretly. This is Blade with a, with a Benny Hanna shirt. <laughs> they're, they're bringing Wesley back. They are. They're doing Blade again. Yeah. I, I, I read this. Ooh. I don't know if yeah, it's true. No, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake? They're not bringing Mahersha? No, they're not bringing back Wesley. They're bringing this. It's with Mahershal Ali. Yeah. They're rebooting. The, they're, they're rewriting the whole script right now. They just lost the director. But it's oh. actually going to be Blade 5 because Day Shift. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg's in it. Yes. And it, quote, anything with Snoop Dogg in it, Pat's in. It's going to get a high good, score. Baby, baby. You just need two people to make any movie in Hollywood. Two Snoop people. Dogg and Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any movie gets they, they should reboot Twins together. And those two? <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks is too. I'd pay money to Twins? watch this. You know, like with Dan DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. oh, bring Danny in. Yes. Danny DeVito. No, no, I'm saying replace them with Tom Hanks and Snoop Dogg because uh, that way both the main actors speak English. <laughs> Dude, you're getting me all day. Dude, that's all so day. Good, you're just man. getting me. That's my job, bro. That's my It's Mike Fallon, everybody. Uh, Y'all have any more questions about my career? Yeah, anything? we just want to know what you're looking forward to in the world yeah. of filmmaking and oh, man. film uh, acting I'm and dancing. This is my first documentary, actually. Oh. Let's go. Oh, a doc. So, Kevin Copeland, we call him Indio, he was he used to be an illegal bare knuckle fighter wow. and a professional bodyguard. Here but, in the States? Yeah. And he got tired of that lifestyle, so he quit and became an actor. Like, no joke. Oh, wow. And so he created the first ever legitimate Hall of Fame that honors bare-knuckle fighters and professional bodyguards. And that's what our documentary's about. They had a ceremony right before COVID hit, and uh, they indoctrinated, they, uh, they, um, not indoctrinated, inducted. but inducted. Thank you. I blanked out for a second. They inducted uh, five fighters, two, three alive, two post-mortem, and uh, three bodyguards. And so, including one of the two fighters they inducted was Kimbo Slice. Oh, Kimbo. So, Kimbo Slice's son's in our documentary. Kimbo Slice's coach, uh, McKee, Antonio McKee's in it. Right now, uh, his son is like one of the new Bellator champions. Bellator is like, you know, UFC, but like, like a different, uh, different, different organization. Mm. And so, we were filming it. I already have an hour rough cut done. And so right, right now I'm trying to get geared up this uh, within either end of next month or November to shoot the last 30 minutes of the, of the film, of, of which can be like reenactments and a couple of different interviews. We'll have a picture locked and uh, try to pitch it for selling. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to is finishing my first doc. Awesome. Wow. I have one question. Hmm? Ask everybody the same question. Yes. What's one piece of advice you would give somebody coming into entertainment, filmmaking, um, just it, the media because I'm in entertainment yeah and he's in I'm in the industry the industry mm-hmm. and then Pat is in the media so like if you were coming into this business what, what would you what kind of word of advice piece of advice easily anything? I got some so that's what I would say if you're going to be in this industry at all be a student of the game let, let, let them know be let a student of the game the problem is a lot of people want to make it and have like the rewards and spoils of being famous and whatnot mm. but a lot of people don't understand like if you study how it is to get into the industry you got to know your craft 
if a lot of people can come in with like with with want to do one thing and um but sometimes they're like oh i can i can just you know skim it i can just i can just do it off the bat but i'm like if you don't understand what you're doing you don't understand the nuances every technicality of what you're doing you're not going to go too far or if you're getting given an opportunity you will get yourself blacklisted for being incompetent on set because you're trying to rush through stuff don't rush be a student in the game know what you're doing study what you want to do because if you don't understand it you're just going to be wasting space and wasting people's time and not and so that to avoid doing that to yourself and to make yourself useful and to manifest your own dreams you got to study i mean i know it sucks but that's what it is be a student of the game if you're not a student of the game you're not going to make it or if you do make it, you're not going to last long because everybody's disposable if they don't know if they're not a student of the game playing the long game not the short game exactly and also secondly just be yourself there's just there's too there's too there's too many people trying to be something that they're not and then, then that that's what makes the it, that's what that's what makes the bad part of the industry toxic mm. so just be yourself and just treat and then the third piece it was the most important piece treat everybody with respect all the way people from craft services security guards pas all the way up to the top mainly more the cast and crew just treat, treat everybody with respect, the gaffers, pe the people who do the carpentry, set decoration, everything. If you are in this industry to be famous and be selfish, then you can last for a bit, but you, nobody's going to care about you. Mm -hmm. But as long as you understand that you are nothing without the crew and cast and you learn how to respect them, you will last for a lifetime. Like, like there's people that are A-listers that are humble enough to understand this. And that's why for me, it's just like, I don't know how far I'm going to go when it comes to being like big or whatnot. All I know is that while I'm here, I'm going to do the best I can, respect everybody and just keep pushing. But also I try to instill this to anybody listening that wants to be where we are or go further than where we are right now. Or if you want to go to the top, treat your cast and crew from the bottom to the top with respect. You're, you're not bigger than nobody else. That's, that's the realization, period. You think Tyler Perry or any of these big people are like they're nothing without their cast and crew. Without your cast and crew, you ain't shit. Plain and simple. So that was those are my words of advice. So. And where can we follow you? Where can we find you online? Uh, I'm on Big a Daddy Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just I just manage his OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> I was saying you gotta get some bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, uh, on, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, follow me at uh, on Instagram at Kingdom Kid ninety. Spell uh, it out. Spell it out. K i n g d o m k i d the number ninety. Uh, I'm also on TikTok at Mike Fallon. Um, YouTube, my show Citizen Cinema, where I interview celebrities. As uploaded interview, I interviewed Phil Lamar. Wow. Uh, those might know him as Little Melvin from Pulp Fiction. He's also the voice actor for Hermes from Futurama, Static Shock. He's Samurai Jack. I interviewed him for uh, the book of Boba Fett. He played two different uh, gangster cartel members uh, from different races on there. He did the voice for them. I got uh, five interviews coming up on my channel that I did with some different Power Rangers from different seasons. Um, and then I got some other big interviews coming up from some some different actors that I'm sort of shocked are, are down to talk to me about possibly doing these interviews. So yeah, you can follow me on there, see what I'm up to. So I'm all over the place if I'm not writing acting directing we'll see everything else i do on there he writes back he writes back yes, he I do. On this stuff. 
That's Mike Fallon, everybody. Mike Fallon. Yeah. Mike Fallon. No relation to Jimmy. Do, 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 Possible. Do, do. Possible relation to Jimmy. It's going to be real messy if he gets into it. Where's the blood test? Exactly. Thank you for being on the show. No problem. Bro, you want to re-record the intro? Yeah. Yeah, let's just keep Here. rolling. Keep the roll. Gotcha. You got to say that at the top. I've just been writing stuff on this. I love it. He's a he's a screenwriter uh, as well. I don't know yeah. if you he told you that. Um, you want me to say this? Yeah, you just that's you just gotta hit that. I thought you were gonna say. Like, it. Welcome to Film Talk. All right, still rolling. Yeah. And like the beginning. <laughs>